Broadcasting live across the great state of Montana. Powered by the Montana Electric Cooperative Association. Your Montana Electric Cooperative. They do much more than keep the lights on for you. This is Montana Talks with Aaron Flint. Mac Long, uh, the head of the Montana Department of Transportation, joining us in the show today. It's going to be great to have him on the program. Real quick, before we jump into it, though, yesterday uh, we had the big news, and man, people are so excited about this. I'm, I'm, I'm seeing all of the the people that are sharing this story on social media, and and they're so excited about this big news for Glendive, Montana, hundred and twenty-five million dollar investment that should eventually lead to 350 good-paying jobs in Montana. We spoke with the company's CEO yesterday. They should be up and running uh, by mid-February in Glendive, Montana. That's when we'll be there for the gate show once again, uh, the Glendive Vega Trade Expo. Uh, but but uh, I spoke with the governor, with Governor Greg Gianforte, just a few minutes ago. And, of course, his team was very instrumental in helping to make this whole thing happen. Montana now home to over 150 firearms and ammunition businesses. But but the governor was telling me, um, you know, in, in terms of how soon Brixdale Defense will be up and running in Glendive, Montana, the governor was telling me that that the 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 product they're getting from Alpha Loading Systems in Stevensville, Montana, uh, should be there by the first week of February. So one Montana business supporting another. Great news. But then the governor delivered some some more incredible news, some huge news for Helena, Montana. Helena, Montana, Olympus Arms is going to be doing a $50 million investment in Helena, Montana. They're going to be building their guns in Helena, Montana. And I'll be at the SHOT Show in two weeks down in Vegas. That's the biggest guns and outdoor gear show in the world. And the governor was telling me last year Olympus Arms was voted best in show uh, with with some of their products down there. So, hey, we got to get Olympus Arms added to our lineup for our SHOT Show coverage uh, coming up here in just two weeks as well. But uh, Mac Long, the director of the All right, hey, we're going to cut in. I'm going to cut in on myself there for just a second. Hey, Aaron Flint here with Montana Talks. The great news is, is the Internet connection is up. It's working great. It's running strong. I, however, pushed the wrong stinking button when I uh, when I restarted my equipment for the start of this show. But, hey, uh, we had Mac Long, the director of transportation, uh, with us on Friday's show. We had a great conversation. If you missed it, full audio now available on our Montana Talks app. Today, though, uh, we got a brand-new live show for you. Um, a bunch of great guests are going to join us on the program this morning. We're broadcasting live from Warden, Montana. We're at a, I think it's only been here for about six months now, incredible place. It's called On the Rocks Bar and Grill. Uh, it's a new business, new building here on Small Town Main Street, Warden, Montana. That's where we're broadcasting live from this morning, Nemont. I know our friends in Scobie know our friends from Nemont. Well, a lot of people across Montana know our friends at Nemont. They've got a big announcement uh, talking fiber and high-speed Internet, a big town hall meeting taking place tonight. We're going to talk about that and much more, plus some great guests here from the Shepherd, Huntley, Warden, and Ballantyne areas. We'll kick things off right after this quick break, now that I'm finally up and running here for you. Montana, from the peaks of the Beartooth to the banks of the Clark Fork River. 
This is Montana Talks with Aaron Flint. Well, we're going to talk certified Angus beef. We're going to talk about uh, business development on Main Street, fiber, high-speed internet, and more. But let's start with our first great guest this morning as we broadcast live from On the Rocks Bar and Grill in Warden. Linda Holmes is the president of the Warden Community Club. And, and Linda, it's such an honor to get to talk with you this morning. Thanks so much for being with us here on Montana Talks. Well, thank you for having me. Um, just want to talk about how excited we are to have the new businesses on Main Street and um, to let people know that we're alive and well here in Warden, Montana, and that uh, you don't have to drive to Billings to get some of these things. <laughs> Come to Warden. Um, I just wanted to touch on a couple things that we do, a couple of big things that we do. I'll do um, our biggest one is our Christmas stroll. Every year for the last 20-some years, we've been having a Christmas stroll. We have it on the first Friday in December. And this last um, uh, Christmas, we had we figure we had like around 450 people in town. So we draw a big crowd. And our main reason we started the Christmas stroll was to let people know what's in Warden. A lot of people just go to work in Billings and don't come to work and see what we have. So that was kind of our main deal to get people to see what we all have. So I think uh, everybody looks forward to it every year. So um, I think it's a, it's a fun thing. When you were telling me, uh, you and, and Liddell Heaton, who works uh, for Nemont, who's a part of your organization as well, you, you were telling me how, you know, several years ago, you, you started to see, you know, kind of Main Street shops closing down. You didn't have the Main Street businesses that you once had when these rural when these rural communities really had more economic vibrancy. And you're seeing more and more folks have to move to town or just work and go to town for the bigger towns for work. But now you're, you're, you're seeing this revitalization. You're seeing more businesses like this brand new On the Rocks Bar and Grill. And so it's, it's got to be really exciting. Oh, it is so exciting. Um um, can see cars on Main Street now. It seemed like in a couple of years ago, you drive down Main Street after the store closed and there wasn't a car on Main Street. It looked like a ghost town. Now there's uh, things going on. They're um, trying to, um, on the rocks has always got something going on. So keeping us busy and keeping people in town and um it's been really nice to have the businesses. We couldn't even. We didn't even have a place to go out and eat. Yeah, we had in, in town. In town, I mean, there's yeah. some good places a little bit further down the road. Down the road, now you in got Huntley. something of your own, and and yeah, and you got you know a Stockman Bank location across the street. You got a Nemon office down mm -hmm. the street. You got a little uh, coffee uh, shop oh. shack across the street. And when it seemed like Main Street was on the rocks, yeah. uh, now you got a new place called On the Rocks. On the rocks, yeah. <laughs> it's just really nice to have all these new businesses yeah well and it's fun because um you know our friend jonathan mcniven from the yellowstone county news said you'd be somebody great to talk to out in this neck of the woods when we take our show on the road uh and, but i think it really ties in with why we're out here which is to talk about this big news about fiber and high-speed internet that our friends from Nemont are going to talk about because because that's how you get more economic vibrancy and, and because not everybody can can work the farm. You know, there's fewer and fewer people that are needed to work some of these operations. And so people got to work in town or or there's or maybe they want to start their own business and work from 
a little further out of town now, and, and they can do that with this fiber and high-speed internet. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Well, it's, it's great to see you. Any, any tips you'd have or uh, any, anything else you want to tell folks across Montana? I, I loved what you were talking about, how you do a, a community cleanup day and everybody, the school kids and everybody, it's all hands on deck and you clean up the whole town. And uh, speaking of the cleanup, we do offer a uh, high school student a $250 uh, scholarship if they show up and help us clean. If they show up all four years of their high school, they get their name in four times. They have four chances to win the $250 scholarship that we draw on the spot. When they finish cleaning up, we draw their na- the name and they get the $250 scholarship. That's really so. cool. That is very cool. Well, so nice to meet you, and thanks for coming out and uh, and being here for the show today. Well, thanks for having me. Yeah, it's great to see you. Uh, Leif Handren is, is uh, with Nemont from their company headquarters in beautiful Scobie, Montana. Leif, you were here. Leif, I, I had this great show intro going. <laughs> I was telling everybody in Scobie, man, it was 60 below zero last weekend, but don't worry. We're taking care of Leif for you down here. We got yes, you are. We got all sorts of grub here. We got wings. We got pork belly. We got redneck sausage, and nobody could hear a word I was saying because I pressed the wrong button. Yep, it'll happen. Yep, <laughs> yep. But we are taking good care of you, aren't we? You are. You are. Yeah, I'm, uh, I want to give a shout out and a thanks to Mitch here at the, on the rocks for being such a great host for us today. And it's just I didn't expect all this food to be out here at by nine o'clock this morning, but it's been great. Yeah, I mean, this spread, I mean, we're, really, we got some, like, bourbon-soaked wings. We got biscuits and gravy. We got bacon, the redneck sausage, the pork. But did you try some of that yes. pork belly yet? Yes, It's I like did. candy, isn't it? It is. Oh, it is. man. So, uh, yeah, so anyway, coming up after this next break here, we want to talk with with Leif, and we've also got Liddell Heaton as well. want to talk about the big news in the town hall meeting they're having tonight, talking about the deployment of fiber and high-speed Internet and a lot of the groundwork that's going to take place. And then uh, we're also going to talk with Mitch Fox, who is the general manager of, of the On the Rocks Bar and Grill. He's got a great story uh, in the restaurant business, and, uh, and there's a great agricultural story uh, with the location we're at today as well. So... Lots to come here with Montana Talks, plus our friend Zach Robbins uh, with Rove Exchanges in the house. Uh, You've probably been hearing a thing or two about them. Uh, So, uh, yeah, lots to come. And if you're in the area listening right now and you want to be on the microphone, come down and see us right on Main. live across the great state of Montana. This is Montana Talks with Aaron Flint. All right, back to it here with Montana Talks on the Rocks. That's our location today, the On the Rocks Bar and Grill in Main Street, Warden, Montana. And thanks to our friends for Nemo. What a great idea for a location. Man, this food alone. He just, uh, so uh, the general manager here, Mitch Fox, just brought out, I just had a piece of the filet. That filet mignon was incredible. And then I think he's got two ribeyes and a New York strip that the people are sampling. So yeah. if if you've never been to one of our remote shows before, this is the one to be at right now. <laughs> yeah. Great food. But Mitch, Mitch has a really cool story, too. I don't know if you heard us chatting or maybe you already knew it, Leif. Uh, this guy, I mean, he's worked in fancy restaurants and outfits all over the country, fancy ranches. He's worked in, in uh, South, South Florida. And, and then he ran the Buffalo Block, which is a really fancy place in downtown Billings. 
and and now he's he's running this new restaurant out here, a restaurant, bar, grill, casino, you name it, in Warden. But this is where he's lived. This is where he wants to raise his kids. And now he gets to run a great restaurant out here at the same time as well. And so you think about it, it's like, yeah, he could be at some other fancy resort anywhere else in the world, frankly. But he wants to raise his kids here in rural Montana and work in rural Montana. And that's really what, you know, having the, these these new capabilities is really all about. So more people can live out their dream in a place they actually want to live in. Right? Absolutely. Absolutely. So the big news today, uh, I know you've got a town hall meeting in Huntley tonight. Uh, yep. Big news for Nemont and for folks here in the local area. Yep. We're going to have a, a town hall meeting tonight at the, the Roadside Event Center, which is right next to the Blue Cat Bar and Grill in Huntley. And um, starts at 6.30. And um, it's, we're going to go till 8. So you got whoever wants to come out, they can show up any, anywhere between 6.30 and 8. We'll have some goodies to munch on, some coffee, some water, and... Um, just talk about fiber, and we'll have some maps and everything to show everyone where the where we're uh, constructing and kind of a timeline of when we'll when we're starting. We're starting live right now, and Huntley's been going for a while. Um, and then we're going to start also in the Prior Creek area around the golf course in April, um, and then more Warden and uh, Ballantyne will be later in the year, uh, more summer time frame. Um, one thing I didn't mention this morning that we, we do have a capability of right now is we've got a wireless technology where we can shoot wireless internet to some of the homes in Ballantyne, uh, around Huntley and Warden within line of sight of our cell tower um, to get them high-speed internet now as kind of a stopgap until we get fiber to them. Oh, so, interesting. Yeah. yeah. So even with so as you build out the footprint you're able to then launch it even further through the line of sight capability. Yes. That's that's great to hear. And then eventually the fiber will be put in yep. and, and even more bang for your buck. Exactly. Exactly. Because yeah. we can only do so much over that wireless connection. Um, but it's better than what they can get now on copper. So way better. So we can get up to 75 by 75 uh, meg up and down um, through this wireless connection. So at least it's something to get them rolling right now until we can get fiber to their home. So, yeah. You know, we've been, we've been talking a lot of big business news here on, on the show here recently. Last week, we had the CEO of Brickstill Defense on the show. They're the ones building that $125 million uh, investment uh, ammo manufacturing facility in Glendive, and then Olympus Arms with a $50 million investment into Helena. How, how would you put a dollar figure on what this type of a, you know, fiber deployment investment is? Is there, you know, if you wanted to just describe, you know, quantitatively how big of an investment this is? It's a huge investment. I mean, it's it's very expensive to plow fiber in these rural footprints because you're basically you're you're hitting maybe 10, 10 customers in a in something that would cost the same as it would cost to get you know one hundred and fifty in a in a in a more metropolitan area. So you're not getting the the return on investment. So that's why we get we get help from um, you know the the government. And, uh, you know, there's ACAM, there's um, other grants that we can get to help pay, fund the fiber deployments. Yeah, so b big investment. And that's really going to mean a lot for, you know, local folks wanting to do business or just enjoy all the streaming device. I mean, you think about all the streaming devices your typical home now has, yes. I mean, which is crazy. I mean, aside from just your cell phone and your, your work computer, I mean, almost every TV anymore is its own streaming platform. Yep gaming you add all that into it uh, liddell heaton is with nemont as well 
and uh, I think based here in Warden and uh, Liddell, great to see you. Not only do you work for NEMA, but you're also, I believe, the secretary of the Warden Community Club along with Linda Holmes. So I, I am, Erin. Thank you very much for having us out here. Um, I'm the account manager salesman for Nemont, have been for right at 12 years. And the fiber outlay that Nemont is bringing into the rural communities here is so advantageous to all of our customers and potential customers. You know, perhaps somebody is, is happy today with a hotspot. Um, when we have fiber going to your home, it becomes a symmetrical up and down speed, uh, which allows you to work from home, to do Zoom, to do Teams meetings. Um, the pandemic taught us how to utilize broadband. But we are now going forward with that further than anything else um, with this fiber outlay in it. The Tirana that, that Leif was just talking about is also an excellent way to go for now. It can be installed now and you can be up and running. Fiber comes in, you can transfer over. I, I'm excited. Like I said, I've been here for 12 years and it, it's wonderful what Nemod is doing for these small communities. Like Linda was saying, lining Main Street with the three new businesses that supplement our grocery store, Nemont, the bank, our churches, our, our daycares, our, you know, preschools, everything can have faster internet because that's where we went as a society. Well, and we've seen, this was part of my conversation with the governor too, which is why I was so excited about that Glendive news in particular, because we've seen it where the, the big towns, especially in western Montana, have seen explosive growth. Many feel like too much growth, right? Although, you know, it's it's better to be growing than than to be than to be dying, like like some other states and localities, given what's going on. Uh, but but that being said, it's we haven't seen the, that growth in some parts of rural Montana. So when we see Main Street start bustling again, and and the ability for entrepreneurs to work from from more rural locations in Montana, that's going to be huge. Yes, absolutely. Uh, yeah, Leif, uh, so you got the town hall meeting tonight. Uh, that's in Huntley at the Roadside Event Center. For people who aren't, you know, a lot of our listeners in northeast Montana and, and other parts of the state, of course, they're very familiar with Nemont. You know, that you know Nemont's kind of their local service provider yep. uh, for Internet and so many different telecommunications capabilities. But, but really, you guys have a footprint that now covers the Beartooth Front, uh, and, and, of course, uh, you know, these rural areas pushing out towards the Crow Reservation as well. Yep. Yeah, we've had, we've had uh, fiber uh, in Crow and in Lodgegrass for, I would say, 14, 14 years now. Um, we had a, we took in a, a stimulus grant that we got back then that helped us get fiber into the, on the reservation down there. So, yeah, they've been, they've been benefiting with fiber for 14 years and so um and then we hit then we've got absorky as well that we're bringing fiber into right now as well and we're doing that in phases we've got four phases that are going to take the next couple of years to get complete but um we're slowly picking away and trying to get all of our footprint fiber 100 percent. so yeah well no it's exciting news for the area here but then of course with that exciting uh, new ground that's being plowed that's going to mean there's going to be new equipment in and might disrupt some 
traffic flows and things like that. So that's part of why this this uh, public meeting tonight is so important. Yep. Thanks so much for, for coming up with this idea, for hosting us out here. Hey, and uh, Thank great, you, great show location. So I yes. uh, got some steak out of the deal. You yeah. can't complain. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, Liddell and Leif, great to see both of you. Thanks again for being with us. Thank you, Aaron. Thanks, Aaron. Really appreciate it. All right. Uh, coming up later, we're going to talk with Mitch Fox, uh, who is the general manager of On the Rocks. On the Rocks is a family-owned operation here in in Warden. And uh, the owners, John and Debbie Goggins, live just a short 10 miles away on the Vermilion Angus Ranch. And so that's, of course, why certified Angus beef is the main beef of choice on the menu and the beef that I've been getting to enjoy already here. Our friend Zach Robbins uh, now on the microphone with us here on Montana Talks. Zach, great to see you. Did you get some steak this morning? I, I did. I'll tell you what. That was fantastic. That's worth the drive alone. Oh, just some well steak, worth it. Right? Well worth it. I'm full and content, Aaron. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I had, a, you know, I'm, I'm doing my little annual diet tune-up where I, you know, you know, you know, just uh, just trim up at the start of the year for a couple of weeks. But Montana beef is is ideal protein, so it fits right in with the diet. <laughs> it fits right so. in. That's right. <laughs> yes. Yeah. High protein. High protein diet. Yeah. Uh, well, hey, I've been wanting to catch up with you for a while on the show, so that's why I'm glad you're joining us for our live show from here in Warden. It's a great opportunity to get folks on the microphone and, and mix it up. Some of our listeners, they've now been starting to hear about a concept known as 1031 Exchange. Mm-hmm. Your company is uh, is uh, a Rove Exchange, mm-hmm. and this is something you specialize in, which is a 1031 Exchange. Uh, give us kind of the uh, the the short in, in like the thirty second elevator pitch version, and then we can talk more after the break on how this can be so important to folks and helpful uh, to, to farm and ranch families in particular. But what is a 1031 exchange? Yeah, you bet. Um, first of all, thanks for having me, Aaron. I, I am honored to be on the show. We um, So basically, we come in, and, and when a family, uh, a ranching family, a farming family is selling um, and moving into a different asset or moving part of their ranch or farm into a different asset, we come in and we run that 1031 exchange. What it does is it defers the taxes, pushes the taxes down the road, and allows them to make money on that money that would have been uh, tax the capital gains, and a lot of times these are these are generational farmers and ranchers that when they go to sell, uh, they're writing a check to the government, twenty five percent, thirty five percent, right off the top. It goes right to the government. And so it's, it's the federal government. The federal too. government. It's You're gone. You're losing twenty five, thirty percent of your family's wealth that you've built up over lifetimes. Yes. And you're yep. giving a quarter of that to the government? Yep. So this is a way you can not have to write that check to Uncle Sam and keep the checks flowing for your family, for your kids. Yes. Uh, for So, yeah, that's what. All right. I'm so excited to talk about it. Stand by. We'll, we'll come back to it after this. This is where Montana Talks Ag with Lane Nordland. Foreign ownership of farmland is a concern with some states taking an active role. 3.1% of privately held farmland has foreign ownership nationwide, and there is a question of whether it's a national or state-level issue. Director of the Ag Law Center, Harrison Pittman, says it will be both. States have certainly become more active from a historical perspective than than they have been in, in recent decades. There are a number of federal proposals. Pittman also points out Arkansas's move to have Kim China-owned Syngenta sell off its agricultural assets in its state. Not all these state laws are, are the same. I don't think you could even describe them as having a uniformity. And interestingly, Arkansas was a state that had neither a grandfather clause uh, and it didn't have a research exception, which a lot of these laws do. Pittman says it's likely foreign owners
ownership of farmland will be addressed in the farm bill, but it will be difficult to find a political consensus on the issue. These proposals would depend on USDA taking a much more active role. But to do that, they're going to need a lot of resources, and they're going to have to add a lot of people, which is money. And so you may have people that think it's a terrific idea, but they may not think it's a terrific idea at the same time to expand USDA in that way. Earlier this month, Missouri issued an executive order banning foreign adversaries from acquiring agricultural land near critical military facilities in Missouri. I'm Lee Northland. Serving the great state of Montana. From the peaks of the Beartooths to the banks of the Clark Fork River, this is Montana Talks with Aaron Flint. Yeah, I remember uh, when I had first started in uh, talk radio, I remember somebody telling me, you know, Aaron, about 99% of the people that listen to talk radio never call in. They never call in, but, they, but there's a lot of people out there listening. And boy, every time we take the show on the road, you see it because we've had a bunch of, of great folks, great listeners stop by and say hello this morning and and most of them like nope i don't need to talk nope i don't need the microphone just here to say hi just here to see the show and but it's so great to get a chance to see so many folks zach robbins uh, is with rove exchange you've been hearing a thing or two about them here recently and this whole concept of 1031 exchanges you know zach when you were telling me about this man we we, we hate to see a, a farmer or rancher have yeah. to sell. Mm-hmm. You want to see these farms and ranches stay in the business. Or if yep. they do have to sell, you hope they sell to a, a, a young family that wants to go into farming or ranching. Yep. But, but especially, you know, when... When when there's there's you know when there's a, a transition in the family, maybe mom and dad have to sell, but maybe yep. they keep part of the ranch or part of the farm... But but they'll cut off a slice to develop a slice of it, and then you got you know several kids that have to figure out how to split all this up. The last thing you want is for that family and that wealth to just be to just leave Montana and to just go to the federal government. Yeah, you want to keep that wealth here in Montana. You want to keep that wealth in these families. And so, man, if you can save on taxes and and continue having income in your retirement years, yeah. That's why when when you first described this 1031 exchange to me, it just makes – it's just common sense. It just makes so much sense. Yeah, yeah like you said, we, we hate to see them sell, but a lot of times there's the younger generation that doesn't want to come and take over the, the farm or the ranch, and they really don't have a lot of options. And so it's another alternative. If you do end up selling and you go in the stock market, you're still paying the taxes. Um, and so this is just an alternative for that where – for example, I have a, a ranch right now that sold some dry land. Uh, down in Hardin, and we just bought him a uh, Freddy Steak Burgers custard shop over in uh, south of Savannah, Georgia, north of Jacksonville. It's stable, it's long-term, and it's passive income. He just gets a check. Wow. And through the process that we, we work through vetting it, my team consists of an in-house accountant. Um, I have a transactional lawyer, a great transactional lawyer out of Plano, Texas, um, and our qualified intermediary is a national company, but he's out of Bozeman. It's a crew. It used to be out of Dillon, Montana. And so our team that we put together is just 
excellent. And uh, we make sure that we vet these properties that were, were I mean, when we show a, 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 an asset for this 1031, we're providing anywhere between 25 and 50 properties to our client to choose from to look through. And there's a whole process. I mean, we're looking at corporate guarantees. We're looking at strong leases, uh, location, location, location. I'm, I'm researching the demographics in that area. Have we seen growth over the last decade? Um, what's the median household income? What's the poverty rate in that area? I mean, there's a whole whole aspect that goes into this. It's not just we're just going out and buying a property for these clients. We're walking them through the whole step from beginning to end. And, um, and, and we come in, we don't, we don't sell the ranches. We come in uh, close to the sale of the ranch to begin vetting properties for these clients. And then we take them from, like I said, beginning to end. And, and they're clients for life. You yeah. know, that's kind of how we look at that. No, it's, it's so cool, too, because you, you see a lot of people, and it's crazy. I mean, you know, baby boomers is such a big population. One-third of all Montana voters are baby boomers. Mm -hmm. But I was chatting with Evelyn Pyburn from the Big Sky Business Journal the other day. She says, she says, Aaron, did you know we're already talking about Gen Xers now retiring? Now, there was baby boomers, mm -hmm. and, but no, Gen Xers are already talking about retiring now and retiring now. Wow. It's crazy that we're already at that phase of of generations, right? Mm -hmm. But that being said, some people are thinking, okay, I want to retire. I want to have some an income stream coming in. But, man, I don't want to be uh, running a restaurant on a day-to-day -day basis or running any kind of business. Yeah. I, but if somebody else is running it and I just get the, the lease income off that, I just yeah. get the you know the revenue, hey, that's perfect. And that's, that's exactly that's what you're setting Basically, up. we come in and there's two types of, of, of purchases here. There's a ground lease where we come in and we buy the dirt. And then the tenant, say Chick-fil-A, Chick-fil-A comes in, they they build the building, they're the tenant, they're in charge of everything from tax, property taxes to maintenance, um, uh, taking care of the, the, the whole aspect of the building. And I like ground leases because that tenant has skin in the game. The other type of lease is a land and building lease where we come in and the building's already there, the tenant's already there, we purchase it, and we're basically buying that lease. And um, with that being said, it's it's maybe not as strong as a ground lease because there's not that skin in the game. But once again, we're vetting these leases, we're vetting these tenants, and yeah, there's there's no responsibility whatsoever to our clients. But as I understand it, and I, I had some friends on the High Line kind of tell me about this one time. Uh, as I understand it, like in Montana, we have a lot of federal buildings, uh, federally owned buildings, for mm -hmm. example, or not owned necessarily, even actually just federal buildings. Because we have land management agencies, Forest Service, BLM, we have the VA. I mean, pick your federal agency. Yeah. Sometimes the feds don't even actually own that building. And no. so it might actually be privately owned, potentially by somebody who benefited from a 1031 exchange. Yep. And you're getting the revenue off the feds paying rent off of that building. Yep. yep. In fact, the, uh, um, uh, the, the husband and wife that trained me in this actually used to buy more fed buildings but because the feds are shrinking their footprint they kind of back away should, from that they kind of should be right? yeah they should be exactly <laughs> yes and so um but yeah there, there are uh we've some clients in the past that have bought um fed buildings where the federal government is leasing and it's a strong guarantee but once again they're starting to shrink that footprint and so i i but there's I, commercial options out there because just like there's a bunch of boomers and now gen xers that want to retire 
that means they're looking to sell businesses yeah. uh, because maybe they don't want, don't even want to own it anymore. They just want to sell it and be done with it. Well, that presents an opportunity for a farm and ranch family that had to diversify and benefit from a 1031 exchange. Yeah. In fact, I just had a, a rancher out of <clears throat> Wyoming about three months ago, and he sold some land. And he also we also help real estate investors as well. It's not just uh, farmers and ranchers. There's real estate investors that we help as well, but he sold some land and some storage units and uh, I bought him a, a surgery center in Amarillo, Texas. So it's not just QSRs, meaning fast food restaurants. We also look at medical and like I said, we do look at some federal buildings, but they're few and far between anymore. Yeah. Well, I know there's people listening and they're like, holy cow, I got to get a hold of Zach here. And, and Zach, I, I know Zach, just a solid guy, just a, a solid family and, and we've got some great mutual friends. Zach Robbins with Rove Exchange. How can people get a hold of you if, if, if they're looking at this type of financial planning? Yeah, we're, we're um, Rove, it's, it's Rove Partners, www.rovepartners.com forward slash exchange or just rovepartners.com. And my uh, branch under Rove Partners is Rove Exchange. And then you could just say, who's that, who's that 1031 guy? Give me that 1031 guy. <laughs> 1031 guy, guy. that's right. That's right. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. your badge number. What's your, sir, what's your badge number? It's 1031. 1031. Badge that's right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, Zach, thanks for coming yeah, out. Thanks and, for having uh, me, Aaron. Mitch got some nice steaks. Oh, my goodness. Just for you. Just yeah, for you. Mitch, thank you. That's fantastic. <laughs> you came just in time. Bro. I did. I did just in time. <laughs> yes. That's right, because I was setting up here and setting up my gear in the dark this morning in, in just a beautiful Main Street here in Warden. But, Zach, thanks again for dropping by. Well, we mentioned Mitch. We mentioned the uh, the great food, uh, the redneck sausage, the the uh, prime, or uh, the filet mignon that I was able to sample here. Mitch, you know, I mentioned about these 1031 exchanges. There's a lot of people that wouldn't want to run a restaurant, but you know how to run a restaurant. You've worked at, at some fancy outfits all across the country, ski resorts, ranches, South Florida. Uh, and, but, but this is where you want to raise your kids. Man, you make it sound good. <laughs> <laughs> this is where I want to raise my kids. This is where I'm at. Um, I'm lucky. We've got, we've got a great crew here. We've got great food. I think, uh, I think some of the community came out and tried some of it for the first time today. I appreciate that. Appreciate you being here for us and, and drawing some of those folks out, and I hope you tried some things you like too. That's um, incredible. Chef yeah. Gage did a great job to uh, throw some things out for everybody, and and yeah, I uh, I was excited to see, just like you said, so many people come out to to meet you today and and check it out. It was really really cool. Because you never know. I mean, I've done my show from the Grand Tree in Bozeman, and mm-hmm. we get a lot of people that come in there. But that's that's a bigger town. That's sure. Bozeman, right? Sure. So I'm thinking, Warden. Yeah, well, maybe we'll see a few people. We had so many folks. It's been so great to see so many of our listeners. Uh, but hey, here at the at the On the Rocks Bar and Grill, this is actually owned by uh, the Goggins family, well known Montana, you know, uh, yep. agricultural family. Kind of been a dream for uh, for Debbie Goggins for quite some time. Yeah, as far as I know, Miss Debbie's been been dreaming about this since uh, her and John uh, got married, and, and you know, it's uh, uh, it's been a, it's been a progress uh, process. They uh, they purchased the uh, spot uh, pre COVID, built the building, and then you know, COVID happened. I think they drew back a little bit and. Waited for the time to be right this year. They decided the time was right. Or last year, I should say. We're in 2024 now. Uh, the time was right. So they opened up in July. And, and here we are. We've been open for six months. The community is supporting us hugely. Um, we're, looking for, uh, we're looking for more, obviously. We, more support is always good. But, but uh, the community out here in Huntley, Ward, and Shepherd, they've been awesome to us. And we're really excited. Uh, we're open uh, seven days a week now. We've got... Uh, uh, I think it's a one-stop shop. We've got casino, bar, grill, 14 TVs, 
fancy, really good steaks, but affordable nonetheless. But also, you got some lower fare if people don't, absolutely, don't want to Absolutely, absolutely. There's all kinds of comfort food. And we're open uh, for breakfast now, Saturday and Sunday, uh, until noon. And then we're doing uh, lunch and dinner seven days a week. Very cool. Well, he's got a, a great backstory that I want to share with you right after this quick break here on Montana Talks. Oh. Broadcasting live across the great state of Montana, powered by the Montana Electric Cooperative Association. Your Montana Electric Cooperative, they do much more than keep the lights on for you. This is Montana Talks with Aaron Flint. Yeah, so I was at this Montana Stock Growers Foundation uh, a dinner uh, when they had the Stock Growers Convention in Billings back in December. and went to High Horse Saloon, which is a great another great uh, establishment, uh, Reed Pyburn's outfit. And I'm sitting at the same table as the certified Angus beef guys and the, and the Cisco Foods guys. And I'm saying, hey, I love the High Horse. This place is great, man. The Buffalo Block. You got Jay. There's so many great places. They're a great place out in Custer. Uh, and I went to a, after the last uh, Gate Show in Glendive. Uh, what else is new out there that, like, man, you got to go check out On the Rocks in Warden? It's owned by the Goggins family. You know, uh, and of course, uh, you know, folks in agriculture know the Goggins family. So, you know, they got certified Angus beef on the menu out here. But yeah, John and Debbie Goggins, uh, they, they live on the Vermilion Angus Ranch where John grew up just a short 10 miles away from here. And uh, of course, John is the publisher and owner of the Western Ag Reporter as well. Uh, but uh, but Mitch, yeah, just incredible out here. You know, I. I remember when you and I did the chamber egg tour mm-hmm. and I was sampling a bunch of great steaks and I was like, man, this Mitch Fox guy, this guy knows fine dining. Cause I, I worked in fine dining restaurants in Washington, DC while I was going through college. And I'm like, man, this guy is a pro. This guy's a class act. And here you are in Warden, Montana. It's such a cool story. But, uh, so I asked you earlier, I said, so how did you end up you know, getting connected with the Goggins family and end up, you know, uh, you know, coming to On the Rocks. And, and you were telling me about a legendary bartender. Oh, yes. From the Rex back in the day, Tom Nikoloff. Tom Nikoloff. Yeah. He, um, uh, a legend is right. A legend is right. Um, unfortunately, he's passed recently, uh, but um, a dear friend. And I'm sure I'm sure a ton of people uh, that are listening to you right now. Um, probably across the state and people picking it up in, in northern Wyoming even know uh, uh, that man and, and how, how, uh, how traditional of a bartender he was. I mean, he was, he was just an awesome person and everybody, uh, everybody that, that met him considered him a friend and a, uh, just, just an awesome person, great person. Yeah, I, and, I, and I remember seeing him at the bar, because back in the day, I mean, the Rex, I mean, anybody who was coming to town for the Stock Growers Convention, I mean, all across the state, yeah. you likely sat around that bar, and it felt like cheers. Yeah, I mean, he knew you, he knew you drank, he knew, he knew everything. He, he knew he was drink, a classic he knew bartender. You. Yeah, yeah, and he was just old school. I, I, and I was trying to think of a way to describe him uh, because it was he was like a Cheers bartender, but mm-hmm. also had the class of almost like a Mister Belvedere. Or something yeah, like no, that. You're, you're absolutely right. He had he had the ability to warm the room, warm everybody's heart, and he was everybody's friend. I mean, one hundred percent. He knew how to do it. He was a class act. So how funny, you know. It was funny. I remember the summer after my freshman year of college, I go from working on 7th and Pennsylvania Avenue in Washington, D.C. Uh, while well, I was going to college and working on Capitol Hill 
to then I, I, I live with my grandma in Glasgow for the summer, and I work at the Cottonwood Inn and, yep. you know, little little maintenance work and, and little restaurant work. But you know what I loved about 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 working in, in small-town Montana is uh, D.C. was fun, and you made a lot of money, but the, the opportunity to get to serve great people in small-town Montana, there's just something about that that makes it uh, much more worthwhile. You're 100% right. You're 100% right. I'm... I'm I've said it before. I'll say it again. I'm, I'm blessed to be here. There's there's so many great people in the community. I mean, Liddell was just just sitting here talking to you before. She's one of them. She's one of the most welcoming people. When I first came and and joined the team here, and and yeah, I think that uh, I think you you hit the nail on the head. That's exactly right. That's one of the biggest motivating factors you can have to be in anywhere is the people. And I remember this lady in Glasgow because I would always let's see. Serve from the left, serve from the left, take from the, the right. right. <laughs> and, you know, the towel over while you serve the wine. And this lady's like, you've worked somewhere else before, haven't you? You know, who's this young man yeah. serving dinner right now? But then I also realized, okay, I needed to move a little faster because, you know, uh, you know, chop, chop, chop. You got more people that need to eat, you know. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, what, what do you love about just the backstory here? I mean, kind of cool that, you know, local ranch family. And you know, that's one, of the things family. That, that's one of the things that attracted to me to it for sure is, you know, I, I, I live out here when I came uh, – and moved into the Shepherd community. Um, uh, that's one of the things that attracted me to the area. My wife loves horses and donkeys and all kinds of uh, little critters and everything. So we've got a little funny farm. She runs a, uh, a little nonprofit, actually. She does uh, donkey rescue. Oh, so really? we've got a little uh, nonprofit called Project Donkey, and she she runs that out of the house. And and uh, and she's got some friends that are local ranchers. So we'll go help them move cows and have you know. I mean, it, 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 it's something that neither of us had to to experience growing up. And the fact that our kids get to experience that and have that kind of lifestyle and have that kind of childhood, I mean, that's why we're here. I won't even make any jokes about the 2024 elections <laughs> and donkey rescue. I, no jokes will be made at all whatsoever. But no, that's cool. I bet your kids just got to love that as well. 100%. Uh, by the way, I see Ed Walker in the house. Uh, he's one of the candidates for Congress. So he's uh, popping through saying hello to folks here, a former state legislature running for the Eastern District. So I better give him a shout out. I think, gonna, I, I think you should. Yeah. If they show up, they, they get, some, they get that's recognized. Right. That's right. So half the job is just showing up. Uh, let's see, less than a minute to go. Uh, what else do you want to tell folks? Again, thanks for hosting us here today. For the yeah, you know, I, I think that the only thing that I really want to close with, uh, if you're giving me the opportunity, is, is to say thank you. Thank you to, to you, Montana Talks, uh, um, and uh, thank you to Liddell from Newmont and uh, the support that she's given us. Uh, and thank you to the, the community here in Huntley and, and Warden. They've been, they've been huge supporters, the school out here, the coaches, uh, everybody, really, truly, from the bottom of my heart and everybody here. This, the, the people here are what is going to make us succeed and survive. Well, so I look forward you. to hearing stories of like the people from Glendive or from, you know, Circle that are driving to Billings and then stop in because people love uh, making a road trip and saying, hey, while we're on the way, let's stop at this restaurant. It's part of the fun of living in, in mind. We're only a hop, skip, and a jump from the highway. All right. Thanks again to On the Rocks. And 